everyone, it's Heidi from Costume Co. And welcome back to another live stream. And this is a very special live stream that we're doing tonight. It is, we're going to be looking at some of the actual costumes that are going to be in the um, Entertainment Memorabilia Collection from Pop Store. And we have uh, with us today uh, as a representative from Pop Store. But before we go there, I'm just going to introduce to you my co-host today. His name is Ro. He's from Scarif Podcast. And I had the absolute pleasure of being on his show a few weeks ago and we were actually talking about leia's costume the yeah. other one and rick deckard's oh. costume but tonight we're going to be speaking about some different ones so before we get going i'm just going to start off with ro he's going to introduce yourself himself and let you all know about him so go ahead ro hey what's up uh nerd family this is ro from the scare scuttlebutt podcast um yeah i i am so excited about this show heidi as you can see um my background uh we we did talk uh on that show we talked a little bit about darth vader's costume and some other costumes that were very iconic but i'm really looking forward to talking about some of the costumes that uh that we were just taking a look at a couple minutes ago uh this is going to be very exciting uh my podcast we talk about all sorts of nerd things we started out as solely a star wars podcast but our nerd credentials go far and and, and wide we uh we love talking about science fiction besides star wars uh, a little bit of everything so uh i'm looking forward to tonight me too. And uh, as one nerd to another nerd, like I think Ro and I, we met online, like we met on Twitter and we just sort of hit it off really well. And now we're like fast friends. But now we're making a new friend tonight, right? We, uh, we're welcoming to the show Megan Hensley. She is, where, I have your description here. Where are you? <laughs> oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, no. she, oh, sorry. Uh, her, sorry, I have it here. Sorry, you are the director of asset management at the prop store. Is that correct? That is correct. I handle all of the assets that come into this building um, as far as the product life cycle, how it comes through, mainly studio. But then, I, of course, I get to dabble in a little bit of the bigger auctions that we have. So, so Megan's not as starstruck as we are by all the costumes that she has behind there. Like, it's just this is just a normal day for her. But Megan, why don't you tell us a little <laughs> bit about uh, what you what you do at Prop Store, what Prop Store does and just a bit of information for our audience in case they don't know. Okay. Um, well, uh, as you said, I'm the director of asset management. I actually am focused on the studios thing. So um, any kind of relationships that we have with studios, um, and we bring in auctions and we have individual auctions throughout the year that are just focus on one title, such as Better Call Saul. Um, and we had a Marvel auction earlier this year. Um, and then, um, you know, I help also the products go through the life cycle for EMLA, which is Entertainment Memorabilia Live Auction. And that's our, we have those twice a year, um, one that's focused here in LA and one that's in the UK in November. So uh, this one, of course, is all for our June auction at the end of the month. Um, our catalog is live right now at propstore.com. And as you can see, some of the fabulous things. And yes, I am completely starstruck by these things. I do get to see them every day, but I still walk in and in wonder, just kind of jaw dropping, looking at everything that's around me because it's an absolute amazing collection that we have this year. Yeah, I, oh. it was. 
about sir, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> you wanted to learn about Prostor. I think oh, I just yeah, still yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we put on several auctions during the year, some poster auctions, some music centric option, um, auctions, um, uh, but our two big ones, which is the one in June and the one in um, November is the entertainment memorabilia live auctions. So, and those are live. They have the live gavel and everything for day one and uh, day two and three. And um, yeah, this year it's three days for us in June. I also want to say thank you to Charlie, who is your videographer, who's doing a beautiful job. He's behind the scenes. You won't see him. Um, I don't have a videographer. I don't know about you, Ro. Do you have one? I am the videographer. <laughs> You're your own videographer. <laughs> I just have a webcam. So this is, you know, we're very low tech here. So anyway, um, so today we're going to talk about five costumes that are from the collection, from the, uh, mm -hmm. from the auction memorabilia. Uh, memorabilia. And um, so the five that we're going to be talking about in order, we're going to be first doing Princess Leia's ceremonial costume, then Rick Deckard's mm -hmm. screen match and photo match costume. It's his by, by comp uh, outfit, I believe. And mm -hmm. then... Uh, it's a set. So we have the fedora and the claw that uh, mm -hmm. are from or Freddy Krueger, and then Peter Quill's Star Lord helmet, and then finally we're gonna do Michael Keaton's Batman costume, which is really timely, guys, right? Because uh, there's a new movie out, which Michael Keaton is reprising his role of Batman. So that makes it all the more exciting, Megan. I don't know if you've had uh, some response yeah. because of that. Yes, that, that has definitely been brought up several times, and we're so happy to be able to um, offer it this time around so close to the to the announcement. So it was a lucky break. Great. Let's have, let's have Charlie pan over there to see that. Charlie, yeah. would we, you mind panning Char over? And Charlie's lit it lo lovely for us, like um, put some beautiful spotlight on it. <laughs> he has. And so this is our uh, is. Batman from Batman Returns. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. there's also... We've also got Catgirl, Catwoman, I should say, which was the Michelle yes, Pfeiffer. She's not part of our discussion that, today, but. No, no. And she has a bustier that comes with her too. Um, yeah. But, and then of course we have two faces uh, uh, suit right there as well. Here, I'll Very just nice. put it, I'll put it on you so everyone can see it. There. Very nice. Yeah. Um, so before we get going with this, um, I just wanted to ask you a little bit, like, so one of the questions I have is how long does it take? Like you've got a massive catalog that you're going to be auctioning off. How long does it take you to curate that, take photos, do all the descriptions? Like I was going through that today and I was just like, I can't even imagine how much work that is. <laughs> I, it is a huge amount of work with a large staff here at Prop Store. Um, they start directly after every auction. So even um, at the end of this month, they'll start, um, you know, collecting things and doing some reach outs and everything like that for next year's June auction. And we do participate in the UK auction as well. So they have already collected and started the process for those. Um, everything that comes in gets photographed, gets copied, gets, you know, everybody touches um, every piece that comes in through here. So it is quite a process. And yeah, it, it takes about a year to get everything all bundled up and to create this beautiful catalog that we produce every year. It's just, and it's really, really heavy too. <laughs> it's very heavy. But I mean, you can imagine this is this is just a nice book for history. You know, every, everything that's in here is got some great pictures from our photography team, very clearly described in here. I mean, it's a, it's a collector item in itself. Yeah. And then I even like, uh, for instance, Princess Leia, there was a sub book, like there was there a link. Is. 
Oh, you have it there. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so there's this I like a, a companion manual uh, yeah, with beautiful photographs. Out. Yes. yes, exactly. I mean, this is one of those things that you get with the catalog. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really kind of goes into depth, you know, the, the source of the dress, where it was um, or how it was made, the draping, everything that you would want to know as a customer, which is kind of nice. doesn't have a pattern in it, which, you know, I could always do that myself. But who can drape this so well as the original costume designer? Nobody that I know. It's it, These are just amazing pictures with screen matched elements. I mean... Uh, just zoom in on that one if you can. <laughs> it's just an amazing. It's so beautifully made. They even made a custom um, mannequin for it with this lovely hollowed out. So you get the sense that she's here, that she's wearing it. It's just, it's so beautiful. I love this dress. And when you get your catalog, you have a, a huge amount of information, huge amount of original photos from the production that um, you can see it's this dress, it's screen matched, it's beautiful. Yeah, do you mind, um, Megan, I've got a, just, I, I took a, a, just a screen grab from the catalog, the, the main catalog okay. of Leia. Uh -huh. So there's that full description there. And then there's mm -hmm. some really beautiful close-up shots um, and, a, and a rear shot, which I had never seen a rear shot. So I, that was the first oh, yeah. time I'd ever seen what the back of the gown looks like. So that was pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, Ro, do you, you have, you have some questions? That. Sorry, Ro, do you have some questions for Megan that you want to ask? You know, it's interesting to me as, um, as a Star Wars fan, I've been in this, uh, in this world for many, many decades, um, <laughs> having seen Star Wars in the theater in 1977 when I was a kid. Um, there always seems to be new pictures and new images of um, either costumes or scenes and stuff like that. And obviously, mm -hmm. some, of the, um, some of the shots, uh, when it comes to costumes, come from the, you know, the, the, the costume department in the movies. Um, the uh you know they're called continuity shots uh, a lot of times mm -hmm. they're they're taken with uh, polaroid because they want to get them done you know quick um as reference mm -hmm. uh in between shoots and things like that so i'm always amazed to see brand new images of such an old property such an old uh ip uh from mm -hmm. these movies and it it amazes me that that we are still seeing new material oh. coming out from this movie that is, you know, 40 plus years old. Uh, yeah. Heidi just mentioned that she's never seen the back of the, of Leia's costume and neither have I, I mean, I was flipping through the PDF of the catalog and uh, my jaw was on the, on the floor the entire time. Right. Exactly. And you wouldn't even know that her belt had an extension back there, that there wasn't that piece. I think there was originally, um, but it looks like it was just made to be adjustable. Sure. I haven't actually, I, I'm, I can't touch it. I don't have my gloves on. <laughs> I haven't actually felt back there, but this is a leather piece. I mean, the detail is just, you know, beautiful. And to be able to get these shots and to be able to show everybody what they look like. I mean, that's that's kind of artwork in itself. And so um, Brandon, I believe, worked with um, the copy team and with um, Steven to create this. And it is chock full of good information. Even if you can't get the dress, um, just having this is kind of a nice thing to add to your book collection. Absolutely. Uh, quick question. Have you seen, so I know a lot of times costume designers, um, for the most part, they don't do like a complete like thing, like the, the, the belt there. It seems like it doesn't go all the way around. There's an extension. Like if you were, 
um, to design something and you, you realize that maybe the director is not going to do a complete, you know, shot where the character needs to turn around. So they only design certain aspects of a costume. Um, do you see a lot of that in the costumes that you've curated? Do you see stuff that may be incomplete or, um, you know, piece, piece, pieces that, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I guess so, because, yeah. you know, it, it, when I go to conventions, uh, there's a group called the 501st, and these guys uh -huh. are, um, you know, costume makers that create costumes that are um, probably 10 times better than what you see in the film, because in the film, obviously, you're not That's really, right. the audiences are not really, you know, going up to the costumes and touching and feeling, mm -hmm. they just have to visually look good. You take a look at some of the outtakes from Star Wars, the original movie, and the stormtrooper mm -hmm. belts are falling off, the, you know, the, the <laughs> things are not quite fitting. Um, but the 501st, I mean, everything is like top notch, like you're in the real world, these are real costumes. But I know, um, the manufacturers of the, some of the movie costumes don't go that extra step. Obviously, they have to save money. The budgets are, mm -hmm. are what they are. Um, but what are some of the things that have surprised you when you uh, bring in a new costume and you say, oh, it's not what I thought it was going to be? Um, a couple of things. Uh, so for a lot of suits, um, they, they can get too hot. If they're really investing in some of the more um, principal actors and they want to get the wool suit, sometimes they'll cut off the sleeves and do a fake vest or they'll do a fake shirt and, not ha and just have a short sleeve shirt underneath. So we'll see partial elements like that. Um, they will switch out a metal piece, obviously, for um, foam or um, plastic um, to uh, have that look of metal, to have that look of that heavy weight, but it's not. It's completely lightweight. I mean, I'm working on an auction right now that we've already launched uh, or we have already um, advertised the Expanse. Same thing. They, it's it's all foam. It's all plastic. It's very lightweight so that the actors can move quite a bit. So those are some of the elements that I have found that are um, uh, just the way that production cheats in order to be able to keep the actors comfortable um, in spacesuits like our Prometheus. You know, there may be a, there may be a fan on the inside. Um, there may be a mic that's built in. That wouldn't be something the fan would may maybe, but not the mic. That would be something you would see in outer space. So the the cheats that they do for the actors is definitely one thing. Um, I don't see so much uh, anymore the back shots because. Right now, the way our, you know, our filming goes and our television goes, they're doing a lot of 360 shots there. So I, the, I don't think the costume designers can cheat that much. And then just remember the high res of these cameras these days, they are catching all the detail. So what I'm seeing in superhero things, especially in the Avengers or Galax Guardians of the Galaxy is a great example. His costume has these, you know, very detailed rubberized print elements onto that neoprene because they know the camera is going to zoom right in and it needs to have that extra element of pop to it. It can't just be a flat matte fabric anymore. It has to have something to give it texture, to give it a feel, to give it pop on the camera be just because of our the way we've te technologically advanced. Um, so um, you may see that more in older costumes. Um, you may see a little bit of wear and tear. I'm trying not to touch it too much. I didn't bring my gloves. I apologize. But you can see he's got a half ripped thing here. Um, whereas, 
you know, does he wear it closed during the scene? Does he not wear it? Is this a part of the rip? You know, we have to investigate the history of these costumes in order to find out what is really going on here and why the costume designers may have made that choice. Sometimes it's it's completely due to the scene that they're in, or sometimes it's due to the comfort of the actor. Megan, before we go on, I have one question. I'm going back to the book that you were showing. Uh, Cat Yellow Ranger, she's asking, is the book available for purchase in the store or is it there a digital version, which is what I have? So um, that's a great question. Yes, there's the digital version online at propstore.com, and then you can purchase it. I do believe you can purchase it through propstore.com, um, but I'll have to grab that information for you and send it to so that you can put it in your comments. Sure. I, I did put a link to Prop Store, though, in the description okay. for anyone who wants oh, to go wonderful. to your website. Uh, okay. So should we talk about Leia? Like this is, that's really exciting. This yes. is what sort of, I got her on the thumbnail and, uh, should mm -hmm. we start there, Ro? What do you think? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so do you want to just tell us a little bit about, I mean, you're, you've got her right there. She's, you know, in the center. Mm -hmm. Do you want to just mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about her? Um, I mean, it's the, the ceremony dress she wears at the end of a new hope. Um, this was, uh, I guess, obtained by a young lady. I do believe that information is all in the highlights catalog. Um, she wore it as a party dress for a couple of times, and then it was hidden away for years. And uh, we were able to uh, obtain it. Um, Stephen Lane is our owner, and um, he was able to obtain it and uh, bring it to the market. Uh, it is a, it is fantastically draped. This is one of those things, uh, dresses that you would think was almost a throwaway because she doesn't spend a lot of time in it, but it's so, you know, they had to spend, um, they had to think of her as the royalty at this moment. This is where she first becomes, instead of the general, she becomes a royal kind of figure when she's giving out the awards. And so when they did the drape, they wanted to have more of a form-fitting type of dress, but they wanted to still um, kind of add a nod back to her original dress, which has a lot of drape. You have the drape in the back, you have the drape everywhere. Um, even the whole thing is pretty drapey. Um, so they still added that here with the drape of the sleeves. And then they added a lot of this um, gathering in the center front to give a nice fullness there. I mean, this is just one of those, even down to the hem, I know nobody appreciates the hem, but trying to um, do a Van Dyke, a reverse Van Dyke here with the hem that's straight is almost near impossible because you're working on bias. I'm sorry if I'm getting too technical, but I am a costume designer. Um, and you, you're struggling with that the entire time, whether that's going to be even. And they have managed, even over the years, just seeing it here laying, I mean, perfectly straight. It's not even budging a little bit, having um, being hung like this for quite a while. Um, and then just the small details. I really wish we had the necklace too, but it it corresponds with the belt. And um, you know, the belt was painted silver. It's got these metal details on it. Um, this is just it's one of those iconic, one of a kind. I don't think you're, you know, even though they did a, a couple of more white dresses during the the entire series, um, this one to me stands out as one of the most beautifully made. And it's very, very well made, very, very fragile as far as the the um um, the fabric and it, it's only because they needed to get that drape. They needed to get that flow of her because she, she practically glides through the end of the, the movie. So 
Yeah. Well, Megan, I read that there was a lot of restoration that went into that because of it being stored in an attic or what have you. How did Mm -hmm. they get it back to that? Like, it's not even pure white though, right? It's just sort of like a slightly off white. Some I read, or is it pretty dead white? Candlelight. What I would okay. call candlelight. Yeah. It's okay. it's just got the it's got a white sheen with a slightly almost like as if you were in candlelight. Um, slightly yellow, but it's not yellowed by time. It's definitely what the original fabric was made for. Um, but it's it's still, you know, as you're putting fluorescence on it, it appears completely white. Um, yes, so they did. Um, You can see a little bit of the restoration if you get into the details here, Um, but they did such an amazing job of restoring those threads and the backing and to keep um, the integrity of this piece. Um, They they even, they fixed the hem a bit. Um, I don't think, it doesn't look like they touched any of the actual sleeves except for um, the little holes that are kind of at the bottom. Um, but the majority of it is really intact and very beautifully preserved right now. Um, he, he really did do a wonderful job or he had the restorations, masterful restorations do this. And I, you know, when you look at the original photo that she's wearing it and the way it's preserved right now, it's, it's as if she just kind of stepped right out of it and we put it on a mannequin. Um, do you have any idea what size it is? Like, I mean, you know, obviously American sizing, European sizing might be different, uh, but I mean, she was very size. tiny. <laughs> she was very tiny. Yeah. I don't know if I could fit into it. <laughs> so yeah. I, I'm, I'm putting a wild guess because um, I have no idea what size she was at that moment, but I'm going to say a size two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. American size. Size two. Yeah. Very so. tiny. Now, the other thing I, the other, my curiosity is, so I know it's silk. How do you get silk back after it's been, you know, um, had dust and dirt and everything? How do, how do they do that? Do you have any inkling on how I they actually, do that? Yeah, I didn't know how they did this one, but mm-hmm. I do know, you know, um, as somebody who restores historical garments myself, I, we use a lot of vintage made, uh, products that were made for vintage restoring you can you can google them um really it's like soaking the fabric to get some of the the dirt out it's a certain way of soaking it's a certain way of of dist- uh not distressing it but you're you're agitating it just to get those things but you have to be very very careful in every little step and and as you're working with the fabric in the water you're just very gently gently doing any of that um you know, I, I could give an hour long lecture on how to restore something, but I don't think we have that much time. But I do know that something like this, I mean, they took they took months to do. I, I knew it took a very, very long time to get it into this kind of condition. Um, and I'm so happy that they did because it's a it's a beautiful piece. Um, but there are ways that people can look up and there are um, a lot of there's a lot of information on there if you just look up antique restoration mm-hmm. um even though this is uh, still considered vintage they used antique techniques to restore these things in order to make sure that the quality of it is still sustained yeah because when i saw like marilyn monroe's you know some like it hot dress yeah. it had sort of it had sort of aged to like they called it like an acru color so mm-hmm. i don't know maybe they didn't get to it quickly enough um so it's so yeah. amazing that and also did did they put some type of um protector on it i my, i think i was reading that in the catalog so for the person I, who will be eventually getting that in their collection yes i do believe i do believe there was a treatment applied mhm is that will keep it sort yeah. of uh 
Uh, is it behind glass, by the way? It is not. Oh, it's not. Okay. If it, if yeah, if I can put my arms <laughs> around it. <laughs> um, if it was, you would have a glare, and I didn't want yes. to glare. It, it will be, but it it's not right now. So just for yeah. your enjoyment, we got the full view. So. Bro, I think you saw, didn't you see one of the dresses of Leia's? Maybe it was her other dress you saw on display somewhere, I thought. Um, yes, I forgot where. Um, yeah, but it was behind glass, if I recall. Yeah, yeah. I had a quick question regarding the restoration process. And I know when you restore, let's say, when you restore vintage vehicles, there's a certain aspect of, especially for collectors of those vehicles, there's a certain aspect where there's a line that that most restorers don't cross like replacing i don't know replacing complete you know front seats or things like that and right. then some of that stuff um the it's actual tough. vehicle gets um uh, i guess downgraded value wise do you, is, is that mm -hmm. an issue with uh, restoring costumes do the value goes down and then how do you keep track of all that i know you know for vehicles it's easy cuz every there's a kind of like a step um you know show me the carfax or whatever whatever that is but is there um is there the same similarities in restoring fabric because i would think it's a lot more difficult um it is a lot more difficult i mean we have um we have in the past done small restorations in order to keep the integrity of the garment meaning if it's going to fall apart with structure um if it's gonna you know um uh, if it's just not going to be able to be on a mannequin at all. Um, sometimes if it's in such pieces that we can't, you know, restore it without completely remaking it, we'll just sell the pieces because, you know, sometimes people are interested in just displaying the pieces or they'll use it to make a replica, meaning not using the pieces, but use it for reference for primary resource. Um, you know, we, we tend to, sell them as is too, because sometimes those damaged pieces are just part of its history. Right. Um, and, um, but if you look at a lot of the things that, that we even have on display here, they're pretty much complete or distressed by production. So um, right. this was, this was uh, an exception as far as the restoration goes. It was in, imperative for us to restore this because it's a one of a kind. And, um, and the, um, and, that universe is so important to so many people and the um, actual damage that was done was not extensive. So it was, it, I'm not going to say it was easy, but it was worth it. And it was um, intricate and it was able, we were, they were able to fill in just the smallest details. So that holes, the holes were not noticeable or are not noticeable. Um, and it still makes an absolutely beautiful display piece. Um, other pieces, you know, like this decker, we would not um, add a piece to the bottom. This is exactly how we received it. This is exactly how we're going to sell it because it's part of the history. Um, so, you know, we, we do very little. We try to keep it as the way we've gotten it because sometimes that tells the story in itself. Cool. Megan, before yeah. we go on, I just want to let everyone know in the chat that uh, at the beginning of this live stream, we discussed that we're going to do a giveaway. And the <laughs> reason why we're going to do a giveaway is your colleague, Brandon um, Allinger, mm -hmm. he's the chief operations of the Los Angeles branch of the prop store. Uh, he is also the author of Star, Star Wars Costumes, the original trilogy. And I was mentioning to you yeah. before we went live that I actually used Brian's book, uh, 
to give me some information regarding the Star Wars costumes when I was doing my uh, couple of my videos. So we thought it'd be really fun. I'm just going to show everyone a copy of what the book looks like. Here's some, um, my understanding is that Brandon went down to, um, he went and met with John Mallow, who is the, was the mm -hmm. costume designer for both Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back and designed, of course, that beautiful Princess Leia gown. And so, yeah. sir, here's some pictures from the book. So what we thought would be really fun at the end, we're going to do a trivia question, which Ro has, and then uh, whoever wins that is going to get a copy sent. We've talked about maybe getting it signed. We'll see. We, we don't know about that, but, but at any there's rate. There's no maybe. That's an absolutely, oh. definitely. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. And we were, we were going to go ahead and purchase it ourselves. Get oh my it God. And send that, it to you. that is so yeah. wonderful, Megan. So anyway, yeah, so that's going to be a wonderful uh, add to someone's collection if you're a Star Wars yes. fan. So that's the original trilogy, mm -hmm. which is, you know, hello. Yeah, I'm I'm old school original trilogy girl here. Uh, so that's yes. my uh, that's my wheelhouse. So and of course, John Mollo designed that beautiful gown that's standing behind you and uh, and, mm -hmm. and, and had made. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the company that made it? I think it was um, uh, Angels and Bermans or they, they had a different name at the time. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? If you know? Um, I actually don't. Um, I, I, I haven't read up on, on that particular. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I, yeah. That's I, I, my understanding is a lot of the outfits were made at Nathan. I think it's Nathan's and Berman's, um, in, in England. And, um, mm. and that I think they said it was a French cutter that, cause it's a beautiful, like, you can't really see it, but I, it's kind of like an yes. empire waistline almost yes, on the diagonal. Yeah. yeah. Well, I call it a reverse Van Dyke, but you a know, reverse they, Van they Dyke. Okay. Yeah. But the, the Empire line is basically here. And so, yeah, of course, yeah. they wrap it. I did, I did know there's a close up of it, everyone. The French one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, um, that's what they're referring to when they say Empire line is just where it is hitting basically the, the top half of the best. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I read is that it was the one that they actually used this gown on the posters and not her, you know, a mock turtleneck gown. That so, you know, so yeah. she, so she looks sexier. And I think, I don't know if, is there a slit in the dress or probably maybe the artist just interpreted a slit because on the poster, her leg is sticking out, <laughs> looking very sexy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have the ability, it is uh, quite full down there. So she has the sure. ability to lift it up, but that's yeah. all you see is that. So I yeah. actually, um, I have this picture of her here. Uh, I know you can't see it, Megan, but one of the things mm -hmm. I read is that John Mallow, who is the designer, he was inspired by Jean Harlow. So I found this picture. Oh. It has sort of, so it's sort of like, someone said it's sort of mock medieval, you know, um, yes. it has a bit of a medieval yeah. feel like Lord of the Rings feel but in a mm -hmm. space world, you know, mm -hmm. uh, let's see if anybody else has any comments or questions here. Oh, Hey, AU. My friend AU is saying, I'm glad I didn't miss this. This is like such a wonderful, uh, I'm sort of like just completely giddy here. Okay. They, and then, um, <laughs> Persephone is saying that they did an amazing job repairing it. Yes, I did. So, I and did. if, if you get the catalog, even if you get the digital version of it online, uh, you'll mm -hmm. be able to see all the details and it's, it's pretty magnificent. Like it looks like it's brand new. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Ro, before we leave this costume, do you have any other comments you want to make about it or questions? With Megan? Not, not this particular one. Um, like I said, I mean, you know, being a Star Wars fan, I think I can talk about uh, any aspect of Star Wars costuming until uh, I'm blue in the face. So 
we, we can move <laughs> on for sure. Okay, great. <laughs> so Megan, you don't know this. So when Ro and I did a live stream, we both came to the live stream with our five favorite costumes of all time, which is a really hard thing mm -hmm. to come up with, right? I had Leia's other white gown, but my oh, other wow. one was Rick Deckard's suit. And actually you don't have it, but his trench coat. So yeah. uh, I was so excited when I saw this. How did you guys come to have this costume? Um, it came from a private consigner. I can't talk about that very much, um, sure. but uh, it is screen matched. So once we got it in hand, you know, we we spend quite a bit of time looking through the movie going screen, you know, scene by scene and just I mean, matching just the details of the collar just to make sure that this is the one that he wore in one of the scenes. You know, he did have a couple of them and this one in particular uh, uh, has a cut in it. Um, and, you know, you can even see some of the blood work here that was done for the distressing of this garment. I mean, and, and it's an incredible piece because you forget that he wears it because he's got that trench coat on so much. But then when you look at some detailed shots of him, you can see the, the pattern of the shirt. I mean, it's just a, it's just a fabulous suit altogether. And we even have shoes which I know you can't see very well. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. I think I saw the shoes in the catalog. Oh, um, mm -hmm. So based on that, like, it's funny because we've got Harrison Ford and, and uh, Carrie Fisher's costumes together. It's yes, sort of, it's sort of, um, it's sort of kismet, right? That the two of them are yes, together exactly. once again. Mm -hmm. um, once again. Yes. Hi, Minty. Um, Persephone's asking, when will they be holding it next? So basically this, it, Megan, I believe you said this is your office and then these costumes mm -hmm. will be moved to the fi their final destination next week? Um, yes. Yes. My the, my have, yeah, they're yes. going to Rose House. <laughs> they're going to Rose House as soon as he bids on it. It's, uh, wait, 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 which one was this one? Oh, we didn't talk about the prices yet. Yeah, we'll yes, talk. The, yeah, 80,000, yeah. for this one. So, um, uh, yeah, so we are, we are auctions going to be at the Peterson um, Museum. Uh, June 27th, I don't know, I'm sorry, June 28th through the 30th, sorry, I'm there all week, so sometimes the dates uh, get missed, um, but that's where this is going to live for just that short period of time, um, and then, you know, it's just going to come back here and wait for its new owner. Okay, so so once the uh, the uh, the auction's done, everything comes back to your office, and then, and then they get picked up or shipped out, I guess? Shipped out, mm -hmm. Yeah, do you ship all across the world? We certainly do. We have a worldwide presence and we have international buyers everywhere. It is amazing how many um, countries just you, chime you in. A, have you ever had auction. anyone, have you ever had anyone from the Arctic? Uh, not yet. Anyone from the, <laughs> anyone from, I'm trying to think of a really exotic place. Right. And Iceland, <laughs> anyone from Nunavut? Yes. Iceland? Okay. Uh, Iceland, yeah. definitely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes, for so sure. So shoppers I think from all everywhere. over the world. Yeah. Yes, exactly. How, um, I don't know if I asked you, how many items are in this collection, in this, uh, oh. in the entertainment, entertainment memorabilia? Memorabilia. <laughs> I know yeah, that's I can't say that word. Uh, memorabilia. We have over 1,450. We wow. have over 1,450. I think the last count was in the 80s. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's all in there. It's 
quite a collection, huge amounts of um, costumes, but even more props. I think we we tend to be prop heavy because everybody loves to collect props. I love to see all the costumes, mm -hmm. though. So. Me too. That's my favorite. <laughs> yes, exactly. One, one of the things I want to say is, and I sort of I have said this before, not to you obviously, but to other people, that I think in in so many ways you guys do incredible work. I mean, obviously, you know. You know, people want to sell their costumes to make money and so on. But the the idea that you you know you get all of the information, you uh, mm -hmm. get really detailed photographs, and then it sort of can live on. Like even if it goes off to a private collector, mm -hmm. we as the audience, we as lovers of um, these movies and, and shows, can like live on, like can live through these photos and these you know Absolutely. this documentation that you've that you've done. So it's yes, really great work. We have a really great photography team. We have a really great research team, copy team. Um, you know, even if they do go into private hands and we don't see them for a while, um, you can always look up at propstore.com to see some of our past auctions. You can go there right now and see everything that we've done last year. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people that use these for reference. They just use them to, um, you know, either do some sort of inspirational costume themselves um, or do exact replicas as much as you can from photographs mm -hmm. um but it's a it's a really great thing to have as far as a catalog goes for everything that we have sold in the past 10 to 15 years mm -hmm. so from your amazing. experience because I, I get people asking me this all the time where do you think mm -hmm. most the majority of costumes go after a show is wrapped are they sold are they auctioned or do they end up in the garbage uh, which would be awful do they go on <laughs> tour like from your um, experience and you're also a costume designer. What What's your mm -hmm. experience of what's, where a lot of these end up? So from my experience in more recent um, television and film, they have seen the benefit of having um, uh, touring museums, basically, uh, exhibits. Um, you'll see some with Bridgerton. You'll see some with some of the more exotic type of films and television. Um, I do know that, um, you know, each studio has their own way of, um, you know, either they want to auction off uh, their assets to through different auction houses um and what and en what ends up happening is most of the stuff that's background doesn't you know that gets recycled through their own studios and they'll reuse them mm -hmm. um some of the main character things they they keep their own archives you know skywalker ranch has an archive lucas films has an archive um every single you know studio that i have worked has an archive um and they keep their top items and as you know lots of productions do multiples so you'll see a few not of leia's dress unfortunately but you you might see a couple of you know ambulin dresses or more prometheus spacesuits that kind of thing um uh, you would think that there was only one Wilson ball, but no, there there may be a few Wilson balls out there that um, have been either gifted or they've been, you know, the sometimes the staff gets or uh, the guests and the cast get to keep things. I mean, it, it goes through a lot of different channels. And so when we find a piece, somebody comes and says, I worked on this project. They gave me this piece. Um, I would love to sell it. I would love to see it in a collector's hands we're so excited for that because we know where it came from we know you know it's exactly from production and we're able to have that history and be the first people to be able to present it to a new collector and then of course we've got a ton of collectors that love to collect things 
they have them in their houses, they love them for 10 years, and then they come back and go, okay, I'm ready to let it live with someone else, or I'm ready to see, you know, we have museums that purchase things from our auctions. So it's really mm -hmm. great to kind of see where some of the more popular things land. Yeah, like the Smithsonian, for instance, they have they have mm -hmm. Indiana Jones's fedora, I believe, and they've got Dorothy's yeah. ruby slippers. Um, by yeah. the way, there was this really great movie recently with um, uh, Nick Cage, where it's supposed to be Nick Cage, like you know him as him as a character, as an actor, yeah, him as an actor. And there's a scene where Massive Pedro, talent. yes, exactly. Where did you see it? Where Pedro Pascal goes oh, into it. his. Or he goes into yes. Peter Pascal's <laughs> basement and it turns out he's got this massive Nick Cage collection, uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> including his I, I, eyes I wanted that collection so oh, badly. I looked so at that good. and I was like, I need, I need that entire room. <laughs> yeah. Everything about Nick Cage and, and his face when he comes in and he's like, now, if you see this, it's going to change everything about what you think of me. <laughs> Yeah, and he thinks I mean, it's going to be thinking... like a dungeon or something or yes, something really or horrifying. Something... It turns out yes. it's such a great movie, by the way. Bro, it's, I don't know if you've seen that. Exactly our, yes. It's the massive weight of massive talent or something. Yeah. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah. So for anybody who doesn't know, that. yeah. So Nick Cage yeah. plays himself, like sort of a version yeah. of himself, sort of like being John mm -hmm. Malkovich. And then Pedro yeah. Pascal plays like a super fan. It's such a great oh, movie. I watched plays it a few himself. weeks ago. Are you kidding? He's That's playing totally himself. He's himself. a huge Nick Cage yes. fan. He's not a gangster, though. He's not a gangster. <laughs> no, no. Well, he's not on the show either. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Really? Uh, Ro, do you have any questions you want to ask about the Rick Deckard? I, like the one thing I noticed, though, of course, and and I may know the answer. There's no tie. Mm -hmm. The tie, uh, no tie. No. you know, the straight, which was very 80s, right? It was very like that straight mm -hmm. 80s tie. I read. Yeah. that um, it was actually Ridley Scott who ended up with, actually, I think there were a few ties, but I think Ridley Scott ended up with them. So I don't know if oh. that's true. If you know. I, if I did, I wouldn't be able to say. You wouldn't be able to say. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. All I know is we got this beautiful piece mm -hmm. and I'm gushing yeah. over it and I know it doesn't have the tie, but yeah. somebody and, can always add a tie. So. And another fun mm -hmm. tie-in to Leia mm -hmm. And to Harrison Ford Han Solo is that John Kaplan designed that costume, correct? And John Kaplan <laughs> happens to be one of the designers of the later sequel, or you know, what do you call them? The prequels. Prequels, yes. Prequels. yes. So John <laughs> yes. John Kaplan. It's so a that's small kind world. of a or Michael yeah. Michael Kaplan. I think I've got Michael it wrong. Kaplan. Michael Kaplan. Michael yes. Kaplan. Yes. yes. Yeah, so, I heard Kaplan too. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> like, Wait a a, anyway, yeah. so that's pretty cool that yeah. he had, he worked on Blade Runner and then he went on to do Star Wars. So mm -hmm. really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so such, I mean, I hope this goes to a lovely home. And uh, the other Me thing too. is I, I saw, like, I know um, Deborah Nadulman, she had done a really wonderful Hollywood exhibit. And then I think they were trying to track down the like the Saturday Night Fever white suit that John Travolta wore. They were able to find mm. track it down and then have that mm -hmm. have that collection. So sometimes, like if someone wants to do an exhibit, you have the information of who has these in their collection. Is that correct? That I mean, obviously you have to keep it under lock and key. But if you were <laughs> for some reason said someone said I have to find. You know, the original Darth Vader mm -hmm. black suit from Star Wars, the uh, A New Hope. Well, yeah, Ro has it behind him there. If <laughs> 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 you need to borrow it, anyone. You would, right. you, someone on your team, if you auctioned it, you would know where to go, right? 
If we auctioned it, yes. Uh, okay. But that's something that you would have to discuss with my boss. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm not asking you to tell me anything. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering. We wouldn't be able to get out that information. So but, there's, a, uh, so there's, that's, that's great too, because then that way there's actually a, so then if that person say later decides to sell it, you've already authenticated it, you know, they have, they yes. had bought it at auction at another point and then, okay. Mm -hmm. So there's a wonderful yeah. sort of trail, a paper trail that we, happens. Yeah. And we, we do get many, as I said, if people will collect things and as of five years ago, we'll come back and say, all right, I'm ready to let this have a new home have somebody else take care of it and we'll sell it again. And, and we've already authenticized it. And uh, I don't even know if that's a word, sorry. Um, authenticated it uh, with our prop store COAs, which every single item has one. So that's, it's a really great way to say, this is what this is. Okay, great. So do we, do we want to go on? I, I'm keeping you so long. Sorry. Should we go on to okay. Freddy Krueger? And I know like, sure. you know, I'm not, I'm not a nightmare on Elm street person per se. My, my friend, my best friend is a huge nightmare on Elm street person. Mm -hmm. Ro, are you, do you love nightmare on Elm street? Yes. I was to, yeah. As, uh, as I was telling you before we went on uh, the air, um, my friend and I, we built a, uh, a set of Freddy Krueger um, knife hands. We used, mm -hmm. Uh, butter knives and we taped them to a work glove and we chased children in the neighborhood. Um, unfortunately, the uh, Chicago police department took the knives because I guess they seemed, uh, they deemed them to be dangerous, but you know, uh, a lot what of stuff talking about a lot, a, a, lot, wrong? <laughs> yeah. a lot of stuff in the eighties. Uh, we, we got a, away with a lot of stuff back then, but um, yeah, it, uh, I, I love those movies. Yeah. Well, so, this one is, yeah, that's exactly sorry. what pretty much what you said, which is a work glove, mm -hmm. but it's got this really intricate um, metal pieces that then attach to the stunt. These are not real there, of course. Oh, are, they, are, they, are they bendable? Oh, they are. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Well, this one is um, obviously it's it's just been a little bit uh, um, probably distressed by production. Um, so it's a little bendy there. I'm sure he was chasing these and you know they tend to very very highly dull anything sharp or just make you know either it looks like this is a, a foam version of um the content of what this is is actually probably in the copy um i don't have it right in front of me right now but um so these are these are completely bendable i'm not going to bend it i don't want to ruin this gorgeous piece um but the metal ends here so this is not sharp at all made specifically so that it could be what's called a stunt um, uh, hand for him to be able to run around and not hurt anybody. But yeah, this is, it's really fun. It's really fun. And to think that you could probably make oh. a little bit of this. Uh, oh, that's very yeah. cool from that side. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's actually well, all one, all one unit, like the, the knives don't come is. off. They're all attached or riveted on. If no, so. they're, they're completely glued in. So, um, yep. Now, uh, which movie is this from? Are the hat and the gloves from the same movie or are they different movies? These you know? are separate. They're separate yeah. lots. I know this is from Freddy versus Jason. Mm -hmm. I actually think this is, uh, forgive me, I couldn't remember which one I exactly because there's so many. I just have from 19, <laughs> it's from 1989s, but I didn't write down the movie. So I'm not sure. It's uh, not you don't know the answer. Don't, don't worry, I'm asking. I'm putting you on the spot. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. I should I should have looked this one up in particular, but as you said, I'm much more mm -hmm. of a costume person. So <laughs> now, I read the, it. I like the, and the fedora ahead. doesn't have a band, or and maybe never had a band. 
Um, so it doesn't have a band here. Um, yeah. I, it looks like it did have a band at one point, whether or not that shows up in the movie. I don't think, um, all I know is that if you look on the inside band, there is a signature. Can you see oh. that? Yeah, Charlie, Richard can you zoom uh, in for us? There we go. Is that Richard Edgelin? Yes, he signed it. Oh, nice. I have, um, now I might have a, I have a photo of it from the, um, Nice. I can't see it. Is it on? Is it on the uh, the top of the hat? Or is it, it is. on? This? There oh, it is. there it is. I see it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you I was so holding much. It wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. So cool. So this is really cool. It's a really uh, yeah. great autographed piece. I mean, this is, it's it, it's kind of a. I want to say, let's see. It was made by it says general genuine fur felt. I was going to say it's definitely a felted hat mm -hmm. um, that they then distressed a little bit in the vein of. Uh, uh, Freddie, of course, when he's doing Freddie versus Jason. So you see some cuts in here. The detail is actually really quite nice. It makes for a great conversation piece because you come in and you're almost like, it looks like Indiana Jones. And then they're like, but that's Freddie. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really yeah. interesting. I wonder, I wonder if they did sort of like riff off of Indiana Jones. They might have. I mean, they're so close uh, in timeline that you never know. You know, there's a lot of uh, stealing from each other back in the 80s. So. Yeah. Yeah. I had a quick question for, for Megan. Yes. Um, it, it, it seems like um, this job really makes you a fan of movies. If you weren't already, you guys seem to oh. do a lot of research. Um, what was your experience with movies coming into this job as, as a new, um, oh. you know, as, as a newly, I guess, anointed, uh, um, you know, director, person, oh, director, yeah. you know, but, uh, um, are you, a, are you a fan of movies now because of this, or is it just, uh, you know, these are just items that were in movies and that's how you look at them. Well, I, I'm an eighties child. So, and I think that the best movies came out in the eighties. And yeah. so you can't, you can't live in that era and not be a movie fan. You spend your whole nineties watching movies and watching the new television films or televisions that come out. Um, I, honestly, I've uh, had a lot of, I've, I've been a costume designer since I was 12. So I've always dove into movies. And before this, I recreated um, movie items for a living. So um, I was a director of soft goods production for another company. And that's how I got into this. So I, I would copy, I would go to studios and I would copy, you know, the pattern and do all the research for that particular garment. I would, you know, get the, draw a sketch of this, get all of the measurements, get what the fabrication is, get what, you know, how they made it, even the pantones of every single bit of this. And then I would recreate it. I would have the fabric made. I would have the pattern made. I would have a sample made. I would have the whole thing, 300 units shift to you. Um, that was my job. And so this was a natural progression to go from making and copying these things to actually selling them. And so um, I come with that kind of experience, which helps me in my job, because I can take a look at costumes, and I can see their worth, I can see, you know, everything that that all the work that has been put into them. And even, you know, I had some experience with hard goods, too. Um, you know, ABS plastic, all that, you know, just how to make every little element of, of props and costumes was my job. And so being able to sell them is as I said, it was exactly what I needed to do next. So, much. so Megan, you weren't kidding when you said you could maybe make us a, a pattern of Princess Leia's gown, right? <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> 
I could try. <laughs> this, as I said, this is a one of a kind. There's a lot of elements and a lot of um, finesse to draping. Mm -hmm. And this in particular, I mean, yes, I can, I can pattern this with this slash and drape of her, you know, bust line, even get this um, seam in there. The sleeves, that would be a nightmare for me, but I would mm -hmm. try and do it. I don't think it would be ever be an exact replica, but I could, I could get pretty close. And um, if I, of course, had it here to study every single moment, but not everybody gets that opportunity. And of course, I'm not going to do that because um, yeah. I think they would kill me. Oh, <laughs> but, um, I know I'm going back, but one of the things I noticed is that the sleeves, um, they're just, they're cut, right? They're not actually, they're not actually uh, finished. They have just a yes. nice, uh, even, like, you know, because it's done on the bias, I believe. That is correct. It's mm -hmm. done on the bias. So the majority, not all of it is done on the bias. Um, but this is a very tight weave too. Mm -hmm. um, the silk is just a, a beautiful and it's a really great condition. But yeah, they did not bother finishing that edge. Um, yeah. So it's a nice and it's not fraying which is yeah. amazing after 46 years that it's not fraying. It's pretty crazy. Um, it, is, it is amazing. But they did um, put the hem back. I think the hem um, was uh, out a little bit um, when they got it. And so they did put the hem back because I've noticed that the hem um, uh, looks a little bit cleaner. But only I would mm -hmm. notice. You know what I would <laughs> so. love to see? I would love to see a picture of the girl who who wore this for a few parties before yeah. it, oh you know, they discovered that. <laughs> I would love you to see what, those pictures. Yeah. That Wouldn't should that have be... been a part of this auction. Oh, it <laughs> would have been so worth it to have that, right? It's the same I, with, I, I heard the same. Yeah, so, sorry. I said, I heard the same thing actually about Obi-Wan's cloak as well. It ended up like, I think at Angel's, they found it in a oh. pile. It was dirty. And so it had been like, but they found is they found Alec Guinness's name in it, which is, you know, good indication. Mm -hmm. it, that's what it was. That so was very, <laughs> I just love, I just love the stories. The stories are sometimes just as great as the actual items, right? Yeah, it really is. And, and we try to put as much information into our copy in regards to history mm -hmm. as we can. So, so um, why don't we go to Peter Quill's, uh, star lord helmet it's you know it's a newer okay. one i mean but everyone you know everyone like marvel is like huge right now everyone loves mm -hmm. marvel and they you know they just yeah. had a great oh, guardians no. of the galaxy finale it was fantastic so which movie is yes. this one from this one is hold on i'm trying to oh my gosh he lights up <laughs> i'm trying to get him to light up oh really oh oh shoot i think i lost megan did we lose Megan? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we lost Megan. Oh, dear. Well, now's, <laughs> now's the time for me to show you my singing skills. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see well, if she okay. comes back. While Megan's gone, so we're going to remind everyone that at the end of this live stream, um, Brian, uh, Brandon Allinger. Oh, there she is. We lost you for a second, yeah. Megan. Oh, good. Yeah, um, you got me back? Okay. Yes. I was, I was just reminding everybody at that at the end of this live stream, we're going to do a giveaway for Brandon's book called mm -hmm. um, Star Wars Costumes, the original trilogy, which is a beautiful hardbound book, full color, uh, great explanations of all of the costumes from the original trilogy. So that's something to be excited about. Oh, I actually have, um, I don't know if this oh, you have the book. Oh, I have, I have this picture here. I was trying here. to show you lit up, but <laughs> there. Does everyone see that? You won't see it, Megan, because you're uh, on okay. camera. No but problem. I have a, no I have it from the book. Oh, so, and the, yeah, uh, the uh, in the picture, the eyes are lit up too. So the eyes lit up. up. Yeah. yeah. 
And I'm so wondering, is it battery the, operated or how does that work? It is, which I'm wondering if the battery, the battery dead. died, you know, that happens to us all the time. Mm -hmm. We but believe really you, Megan, we believe you. you. I, I now, have you tried wearing that helmet? <laughs> Are you allowed not. to? No, we're not allowed to do that. Okay. Well, what size head does, <laughs> does uh, Chris, uh, which Chris is he? Hemsley? I would say he's Chris... got a pretty, no, Pratt, um, Pratt. Chris Pratt. 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 Yeah. yeah. He's one of the Chris's. A pinhead. Did it come on? <laughs> there oh, there you go. go. Yay! Yay! Very nice. Awesome. Yeah. Charlie, can a, you zoom in on a, that? Zoom in. I, Charlie, I know you don't work for me, but <laughs> amazing. I'm giving like, who, is it, who is this lady? Who is this lady giving me orders? Who is this lady telling me what to do? That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that helmet has really cool details though. Um, it does. Now, is it yeah. metal or is it, is it like a, a nope. fiberglass or? No, it's, it's not fiberglass. It's foam. I want to say foam. it's foam. Um, and, uh, it's got foam inserts in it. It's mm -hmm. got the electronics that are through here. So they, and there's a protective, um, uh, rubber, uh, neoprene down here. Um, the, I mean, the way they, it looks like this was just kind of built into the mold here all of this detail and then they of course enhanced it with their paint job and the lighting i mean it's it's just a gorgeous and it's very lightweight it is very very lightweight mm -hmm. i think that i mean this was one of those that they definitely made it so that he wasn't going to be you know hurting at the end of the day mm -hmm. they took the actor into consideration this is from the first movie oh it um, is okay oh that's so, yes. that's actually really exciting because yeah. that's when we're introduced yeah. to star lord and how would exactly. he breathe wearing that though do you know um you know what i see a place where you're not he's not pinching the nose and i think his mouth is probably right here so there okay. are some vents some yeah. vents right here and here he could probably breathe just fine again mm -hmm. I would love to put it on, but I, I'm not allowed, not allowed to. to. <laughs> and, it, and it's open um, at the yeah. top, right? There's nothing on the top. Oh, okay. It's po okay. So it's yeah. sort of like a motorcycle yeah. helmet, both with a no top on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Ro, what do you so think that of that? And... Ro, would you want to get that in your collection? Absolutely. <laughs> um, Megan, nice. Megan oh, I know uh -huh. you wrote it down. How much is that being auctioned for? This one. Oh. Did that, this is the only one I did not write down. Oh, helmet. I certainly did. It's This is uh, starting at $100,000. Wow. Uh, the high estimate is at $200,000. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. There's a few people that want this. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is it's a it's an amazing piece. And we mm -hmm. don't get a lot from Avengers or Guardians or anything like that. So um, this is really, really nice to have. It's very special. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's and very well made. Like I have been putting it on and off this head for weeks now and it's still maintaining its, yeah, its integrity. It's so yeah. And uh, did I, James Gunn will probably it. buy it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. make a bet that James Gunn's going to buy it. What do you think, bro? <laughs> you think James Gunn will buy it? I think so too. Yeah, for sure. Or if he wanted it, he would have just taken it probably. What are you going to, when are you going to stop James Gunn from taking something from set? Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to ask Megan, um, I know you put on the gloves. Uh, I don't know if anybody is uh, curious in the chat um, why you put the gloves on when you're handling these collectibles. Mm -hmm. Great question. Um, well, I mean, we have a lot of uh, oils that go through our fingers. Um, the gloves help protect them, um, you know, and it's just to just to make sure that we're not 
you know, as you're, as you've got a bunch of light on this thing, if you see a bunch of fingerprints, it's not going to look great, you know? So we, we definitely handle these with care. It's just one of those archival things that I got used to doing and we just keep it up here at prop store. Uh, we take care of every item that comes through our hands, literally. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Megan, we got a question. Uh, if you know this, if you didn't write it down, no worries. But um, Peter is okay. asking how uh, how is the Freddie glove or how much is the Freddie glove and hat going for? I know they're two separate items. Yes, the Freddie glove is uh, twenty to forty, and the hat is also twenty to forty. So mm -hmm. they're separate, um, but they're they're equal in value. So they're going actually the two together are going for less than the Peter Quill helmet. That is correct. That's like that's a steal, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, might as well um, get these both. Now, would would most people be surprised to learn the type of person that buys auction items? Like, you know, most people might think, oh, it would be like people with a lot of money and so on. But is that maybe a mm. misconception? Are like, are there average people who are saving up their pennies and saying, mm -hmm. I'm going to put, I'm going to buy this piece? Like, what's yeah, your sort of I'm, opinion? I'm one of them. Um, every single auction, I, I want to buy something. And so I go, okay, I got to save up uh, this much. And then I go, please don't bid on anything. Please don't bid on it. Please don't. Yeah. Bid. And, and then of course somebody bids on it and I'm like, and, and then, you know, you end up buying more or spending more than you want to, but you yeah. have the piece at the end of the day. I mean, I've, I've started my collection slowly and yeah, I mean, and, uh, there, there, we do have quite a few collectors who have the fortune to be able to have expand their collection every single time and add a few pieces. And some have made museums out of their collection. Some just yes. show them off to their celebrity friends. Um, but I, you know, I have found that we've got quite a few of those that are just, they just want that piece from their childhood they or their favorite movie, you know? And, um, and, you know, I know one friend in particular and she bought, a $50,000 thing. And that was, that was it. That was, that was the one thing she wanted and she got it. And that's the end of her collection. And she'll probably sell it in 10 years for a hundred grand. <laughs> Who knows? Amazing. Because so, these things do appreciate and value. So am I going to put you on the spot? If I ask you what you might, what you have in your collection, it sounds like you have a few things. Are you allowed <laughs> to tell me, or is this like, you're not allowed to tell um, me? I know I can tell you a couple of things that I've purchased. Yeah. Okay. Um, Just so if you're comfortable with I, that. No, sure. It's okay. Uh, when I first started, I, my very first auction was, um, Star Trek, um, discovery and I couldn't afford to buy anything from that because those went for an astronomical amount. But my, but the one that I actually, uh, that was the one I kind of started in as, you know, helping out. And then when I got hired, I started in with a movie called great wall. Um, not a hugely great movie, but the, uh, the costumes are amazing. They're, they're this armor and they're in five different colors. It's about, um, uh, Matt so Damon. I was going to say, is that Matt Damon's yeah. movie? That's an amazing yes. movie. Pascal, so what did you get? Pascal. Um, I actually got one of the crane uniforms, the blue crane uniforms. Oh, amazing. Blue is my favorite color. And I bid on it and it was a bidding war, but I got it at the end of the day. It was the last one that was sold. And um, so that's in my office. And every time somebody walks in, it's on my desk right behind me. And they look up and they go, my gosh. And I'm like, yes, that is, that's my crane. So, uh, and I have a little um, great wall book right underneath it. Um, and then uh, for Punisher, I really like um, one of the actors. So I got a, a little ID with his picture on it. Oh, that's awesome. Like I'm Thomas Jane? 
<laughs> no. Is, is that Thomas Jane? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not Thomas Jane. No, uh, sorry, the Punisher, the show. Oh, the show. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, the only yeah. thing I have is I have a couple of pieces from Anna Green Gables, the TV show, like Anne with an E. Really? That's all I have. Oh, and that's uh, great, I got, I bought them and I'd never done an auction before, but they were having a local mm -hmm. auction because I'm in Canada and that's where Anne uh, with an E was shot. And I knew the designer. Yeah. So I got a parasol that Anne had and oh. I got her crown of flowers. So oh, of course. That and, is adorable. Yeah, it was. So I, I said to my sister, you know, I don't like, like, why am I spending? She's like, no, you should totally do that. Because she actually, my sister has a collector edition of Anne of Green Gables by Lucy mm -hmm. Maud Montgomery. But, you know, because it's a Canadian sort of, I'm Canadian. So it's a very yeah. uh, loved property in Canada. So that's the only thing I have in my collection. No, <laughs> what a, a good now, piece. I know Ro has I quite a bit. Parasols. Oh yeah. Yes. It's, it's funny because I always say that if I won the lottery, there will be signs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to go to friends and family. It's going to go to his displays. I'm, I'm going to yeah. come and visit you, Megan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That sounds great. Yeah. Anytime. And I will go with Ro because that would be really fun. Yeah. Now, Absolutely. okay, so I, you know, it's so funny when I emailed uh, Alex about having you on, I said, can I have her for like mm -hmm. an hour? She goes, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe 20 minutes oh, and here we've kept you past What time hour. is it? Yeah, oh, sorry. Okay. So that's do okay. you mind? We'll just do Batman and then we'll let you, you go. I just so okay. appreciate this. This has been so much fun for us. I agree. Hey, I'm, I'm having a blast too. So you guys want to pan on over to Batman? Sure. Thanks, Charlie. Right. I love saying Let's that. It sounds like we're on a game show. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. I'm going to walk over there, too. <laughs> yeah. And then you can stand by the Catwoman and go, Row. <laughs> yes. Now, what's that next to him? Is that the Joker? Or is that? No, this Two-Face. Oh, Two-Face. Sorry, of course. Is that the, um, uh, is that the Tommy Lee Jones? Batman, Batman Returns. Which one is it, Row? Is that Tommy Lee yeah. Jones? Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. Yes. Beautiful costume. Yeah. It Just is gorgeous. actually, I mean, I know we're supposed to talk about him, but this one, I mean, if you look at the, the hand painting on mm -hmm. it, I mean, the, <laughs> I don't even know how they did multiples of this, but I do know there's, if you look at the scenes, they change slightly. So he had to have worn a couple of these and uh -huh. just that hand painting there's no stencil for that. Somebody with an artistic eye had to be sure. like, okay, I'm going to do this, yeah. this, this, and this, and then I'm going to do it again. And that's just one of the things that I find so incredible. This is a very unique piece because you're not going to find the exact one exactly like this just because of all that detail. Yeah, it's, it's so beautiful. It, I guess it's a, it's a tuxedo, I'm assuming, right? That's been it painted is. on is. one side because he's two-faced. Yes. Yeah. Now, this is, I mean, you can see the paint on his oh. It's just gorgeous. Yeah. It looks like it something is. Colleen Atwood would have done. I'm not sure who the designer is. Do you know who the designer is? I don't. Not for this one. No, I'll look it but up. you're yeah. right. It does look like something Colleen would have done. Yeah. So, so yeah. Then, Cat, you know, Tommy Lee Jones, Two-Face is Bat in Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Mm -hmm. So one of this the, is Batman Returns. Oh, that's okay. Batman Returns. Okay. So yeah. one of the first things I noticed is the mannequin looks exactly like um, like Michael Keaton. Did you it have that custom. made? It's custom made. We did not. No, oh, this just came with it. It's it's a statue. It's the it's put on, so it's never going to come off. Um, so I mean, I guess they they could eventually come, you know, but it's not something that you want to 
this mm -hmm. is so delicate um, that I wouldn't um, I wouldn't even take it off. They did such a great job mounting it. Mm -hmm. um, it's made for display, absolutely yeah. made for display. But it's so like you can feel the weight of mm -hmm. this. Um, what is, it what is, is the cake material made of? Yeah, what's the, the cake made of? It looks like it's a combination of a um, twill in the back, and then it's almost like a rubber. That's mm. this, you yeah. know, in order to get that shape, in order to get that drape that never moves. It's yeah. very, very, very iconic for Batman to have these sure. rubber capes. So that's what they did here. And then you can see some of the, I, I know I'm blinded by this thing here, but, um, and some in the back here, you can see some of the, um, the cotton twill that's there in the back that's mm -hmm. lining the cape. Um, you don't see it in the front because of course, as he swooshes and walks, you don't want to see that. You want to see the actual, you know, foundation of this garment. Mm -hmm. Um, right. but they, they did an amazing job mounting it. It's, it's, it looks like something super hot to wear. Um, yeah. but the, you know, the cowl on it is just gorgeous. And I love how they did his face. You, that's so recognizable, so recognizable. And then, when, uh, you know, the emblem is on here with the belt, the belt is not, it's, it's still a little bit loose. Um, meaning it's, you know, you can just kind of play with it. It's not meant to be mounted permanently there. Um, and mm -hmm. then it comes with, I can't comes with the shoes too um and it comes with a base so it's all one complete display oh wow that's all ready cool. to put in your living room mm -hmm. very nice uh, yeah. oh megan i know you can't see this but uh peter says i have a bruce lee nunchuck i think is it a nunchuck from return of the dragon didn't make the movie but used as a prop most of my collection oh. so that's very cool okay. yeah that's, that's very nice cool I actually had someone, I did a Blade Runner video and I had somebody email me that they had um, uh, Tyrell's, like there's this sort of like uh, robe he wears in his bedroom. It's a big puffy white mm -hmm. robe. If you guys have seen Blade Runner and he said, mm -hmm. oh, I have that in my collection. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, wow. I get people who email me that they have things, which is always like so cool. That's great. A anytime they want to sell them, you know, yeah. they just give so us there you a go. call. If you ever want to sell something, you can get it assessed. Now, mm -hmm. what's the suit made out of? Is it rubber? Or is it like a poly? It is. Poly yeah, poly yeah, this, is, oh, this wow. is all. It's that a, would be it's so a, hot. It's a combination of a lot of different mediums, materials. Um, sure. But, you know, uh, foam, rubber. Uh, this is definitely a foam. Um, and then polyurethane, as you were mm -hmm. trying to say. Um, yeah, yeah poly all over. I'm having problems um, with my words today. That's okay. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so, I, had yeah, someone, I had someone in the chat earlier who said a lot of the stuff nowadays, because what, what year was this movie from? This is like the uh, 1992. 80, 89, I was going to okay. say. So yeah. that is uh, like, you know, 30 years old, right? More than 30 years old. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, they're saying a lot of stuff would be 3D printed, I think. Uh, there's as a customer, a lot, you probably yes yeah for as far as armor goes as far mm -hmm. as uh plastic pieces you're going to see a lot of 3d printed items um the reason being is because they can print them out so fast and you know if something breaks they can replace it right away um and um they are introducing 3d printing onto garments themselves too um there's an element of rubberized printing as i said for guardians and avengers and you even see it in star wars um just little little details onto these things and then the you know maybe the badge is 3d printed um and so it ends up being um 
It doesn't end up being as durable, I would say, as like a metal, but it's lightweight. It's easily replaceable. It's easy to make multiples of. I mean, 3D printing has really completely changed the yeah. um, film and television industry as far as being able to contribute to making those props and costumes. So, yeah, yeah you're going to see a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, Megan, um, actually, Carl, Carl, Carl Snark is our, is one of my viewers. He he's mentioning yeah. Adam Savage. Has Adam Savage ever come down to your your shop and looked at any yeah. of your costumes? Because he does do a lot of profiles <laughs> on really famous costumes. He does, and he he does. Oh, oh he... we're getting the we're getting the details <laughs> here, Carl. Yes, uh, uh, you'll you'll see a lot of videos uh, of him on tested last year. You'll see a lot of videos um, uh, on our auctions. He loves coming down and just digging through every little piece and saying, oh, my gosh, I'd love to make this or I'd love to do that or I'd love to, you know, see how this shoots, you know, how tested is. Um, and he, he'll do, you know, individual um uh, auctions too. He loves he loves Star Trek, and so does Norm. You know, um, but yeah, not out to uh, Adam and Norm, my two of my favorite people. But yes, he he does like love to see the collection every year. You know, real fast, um, we've been talking for a little over an hour, and the folks that have joined us in the chat, thank you very much for that. But I think mm -hmm. they really have stayed uh, to um, to really get answer uh, from one very important question regarding the Batman outfit there that you have uh, behind you. Um, does this version have latex nipples? Yes or no? Oh, good <laughs> We were having an argument about, not uh, no, we were having a discussion oh. about George Clooney. George Clooney had um, the, the latex nipples. nipple ones. Yeah, yeah. I'll but have to go look at the rest of them and see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, nope, I don't. He, I don't he, think he Michael Keaton would have had nipples. Michael Keaton's too cool for nipples. <laughs> I think he is too cool for those. Yeah, yeah. and that. And by the way, that. that'll be the title of this podcast: Michael Keaton, oh, too no. cool for nipples. Yeah. What? Um, We've got a lay address here. Let's. Pan back I know. Down let's go back to lay. <laughs> I actually have to say that um, I know this is completely unrelated, but I'm so glad that Michael Keaton's back. And so at the top yeah, of the show, we were talking too. about how Michael Keaton is in the new The Flash as batman yeah. so that's gonna yes. think, bring a lot more that's attention fun. back to him because he was a fabulous mm -hmm. batman in my opinion and as when others in the chat have mentioned that was tim burton was the director so yes he was that's right um well anyway before fun. before we wrap this up well there's a couple of things one we were going to do a giveaway for a book uh that is mm -hmm. signed by brandon and i mentioned at the very beginning so brandon alliger he is the chief operations, sorry, it's the chief operations of the Los Angeles branch of Prop Store, where you are today. You're in Los Angeles. That's LA correct. is the cool kids say. <laughs> Los <laughs> Angeles. Los Angeles. I'm in Canada, so I don't know. Um, don't know actually, it's you. it's so funny because it's freezing up here. Uh, so I don't know what mm. weather you guys are having, but it's so cold up here. And then and then the other side of my country is on fire. So like I'm in the middle, yeah, it's freezing, perfect. and then everything else is on fire. So it's really strange. <laughs> But uh, no. so we're going to give a copy away of the book and the book is called Star Wars Costumes, the original trilogy. I think it's mm -hmm. um, I think it came out in 2012, 2011, 2012. And yep. it's a beautiful hardbound copy uh, collection of the original trilogy of costumes. And Brandon ha had the great fortune so lucky to have met John Mallo before he passed away. I believe he'd had um, yeah. Alzheimer's. So what a treat yeah. to be able to meet him, I think. And 
I know Brandon was also, I think he was sort of behind this Princess Leia as well. Like I, I, I've been seeing online, like I think he was mm -hmm. involved quite a bit in that. So yes, to have yep. an autographed copy of that would be an amazing addition to someone's collection. So, uh, mm -hmm. so Ro, do you want to ask the trivia question and then we'll arrange to, sure. you know, Absolutely. and I think what we'll do is we'll do the trivia question. Whoever gets it first in the, in the chat will be the winner. If you get it correctly, that is. And then uh, I'll arrange with Megan to have it sent to that person. That Do would I be get great. the answer? Uh, no, <laughs> Megan, you know the answer, Dang so it. you can't answer. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Um, but uh, Megan, you should, don't you work with Brandon? He can give you a copy. I'm sure he would give you one if you asked he, him. He, he already did. Oh, he did. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I have one. Yes. Okay, wonderful. I'll take another okay. one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Rose going to ask the question right now. And first, I want to say, Megan, I would be very, very happy to pay for a book and have him sign it and send it to me. I would love to have that in my collection. Please, I let's will, let's make that happen. I will. I will see what I can do. <laughs> Absolutely. Very nice. All right. So um, this is uh, such a great giveaway for folks mm -hmm. in the chat. I have a picture of it here, by the way. Let me just show it before yeah. we hand it out. So here it is. Uh, and Leah herself is on the cover. Very nice. Wearing Beautiful. Wearing her mm -hmm. beautiful, uh, I mean, both costumes are beautiful, but uh, this is her, yeah. she starts off the movie in that. And right. of course, there's Darth Vader's there. Like, oh my God, like we got Chewie, we've got a Boba Fett, <laughs> the original Boba Fett. We've it is got, an amazing book. Yeah. yeah. Um, this guy, you know, Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. <laughs> That's the most iconic line, I think, in Star Wars. Uh, yeah, there we go. So somehow um, uh, Boba Fett ended up going into the tar sack and came out like 40 pounds heavier, but. Mm. <laughs> okay, so you want to go that. ahead, Ro, and ask the question? Yeah, who was the costume designer for Star Wars back in 1977? And I won't mm -hmm. say A New Hope because back in 1977, it was called Star Wars, not yeah. A New Hope. Yes. So costume designer we've mentioned his name a couple of times already mm -hmm. but who's the costume designer for star wars yeah and as i mentioned brandon got to meet him and uh, another hint he also did empire strikes back mm -hmm. and should we add he won an academy award Absolutely. for star wars as well for best yes. costume design mm -hmm. Oh, come on, guys. Carl, you have to know this. <laughs> yeah. Know. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. <laughs> They're going to Google it. This is what's going to happen. No. Oh, come on. Well, um, while we're Just waiting. go on to propstar.com. Yes, the there chat. you go. It's there. Yes. <laughs> Leia never misses with her pistol, at least the first yeah. movie. Meanwhile, the stormtroopers, yes, they always miss. I know. It's a yes. family movie, though. I think that's why. Yeah. It's called Plot Armor. Yeah, Plot Armor. So, and, and yeah. then, oh. Natural selection, you're here. And then she she was Thanks. so quiet this whole time and she just answered. She got the question right. I am so happy for you um, that you won that. You're so deserving. She's um natural selection has been like a longtime viewer of mine, and uh, I'm so mm -hmm. happy you got that. You're gonna really enjoy that. And it's gonna be autographed by the author. I'm mm -hmm. so happy for you. Wonderful. So natural selection, do you want to just um I think you have my email, or you can just hit me up on Twitter. And then I'll arrange with Megan to get that to you. Okay. Sure. But um, Megan, I, oh, sorry. You did say hi early on. Yes. I apologize. <laughs> um, Megan, I just want to thank you so much. This has just been amazing. And Thanks. like, and I mean, the fact that you've been standing this whole time and just walking oh, around okay. and 
kind of like us crossing around. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm standing one spot though, right? Uh, I'm not standing one spot. Okay. No, okay. no, this has been so amazing. I really appreciate it. I, I, I love talking about all of these things. I know you guys stumped me on a few things, so I apologize. No. But, um, I, you know, I mean, these are great pieces to talk about. So well done on your selection. <laughs> oh, thank you. And also, I, I just want to let you know as well, like everyone, if you missed any of this, this is being recorded. So, you know, you can always mm -hmm. come back and check it out. I'll put, you know what I'll do? I'll put some chapters in for each of the cautions okay. that we've talked about. And then, you know, people come back and Good they want to watch it. But what yep. a treat for me this has been. Ro, what do you think? Has oh this been God. really fun it's, for you? It has been fantastic. I can go for another hour and 20 minutes. Me too. Oh, no. <laughs> well, and, and I'm, and I'm going to set Switch I'm out those Nikes. Yes. And I'm going to set Ro up with, um, with Chuck. Is it Chuck who does the props? Yep. Yeah, so, Chuck is, uh, he's one of the prompt masters. No, I'm good, Charlie. Charlie's offering me his chair. Isn't that sweet? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we'll do, uh, Ro can do another one with the props and, um, yeah. and, and, you know, ha before the auction goes away. So that will be really great. Yes. But Megan, yeah. I was even wondering, and I'm, I'm putting you on the spot, but maybe you wouldn't mind coming back and talking to me another time. Just, it doesn't even have to be about this collection, just, but just in general, sure. I'd love to just, you know, chat with you because I always have so many mm -hmm. questions, like when I'm going through the auction houses and how, you know, how everything works. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to have you yeah. back if you're ever available. It doesn't have to be about this particular exhibition. I've got some great auctions coming up. I'm not going to mention now because this okay. is the focus of this one. But yeah. I've, let's talk because I've got some great sure. auctions that I think that you guys would be um, really, you know, excited to see. And just, you know, just the the costumes themselves. And I can even talk about the props because I work great. with all of them when it comes to studios. Yeah. So, well, and I know yeah. you mentioned the expanse and I actually got to meet. Mm -hmm. I had a, I got to go down because, again, it was shot in Toronto. I got to go down and meet the costume designer of the expanse and she took She's me on a tour. Isn't she? She's really yeah, lovely. Love so I got yeah. to see some of the costumes up front. So if you guys are doing uh, an expanse auction, I would love we to are. chat with you about that at some point. Uh, uh, definitely. We'll set that up, but yeah, I have to say, so uh, Peter says Megan, 1980s movies, trivia. What movie did Lane Meyer ski the K 12? What movie was a character named Mercedes Lane in laugh out loud? Just kidding. What's what? <laughs> is that? No, is that a uh, better off dead? Is it better off dead? Uh, oh, and then, um, uh, that, Persephone falling is worth so much. Gotta be worth 20 K or something. Ro, do you know what he's talking about? No, <laughs> I don't either. No, but That's Megan seems to one? know. Uh, oh, yeah. huh? that's correct. It might yeah. be better off dead. Oh, he, correct. Correct. Yeah. he said, correct. Right. Very you good. Know, you Megan. know, your 80s <laughs> Ma Megan, we've met our fellow nerd. Yeah, nerd <laughs> we're like, we're like because Ro and I are like total nerds. So we've we've met our match yeah. with you. There and you also, <laughs> um, Persephone Fallen says, so glad Leia dress was found. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? I, what a I treasure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. Glad no wine was spilled at that party. Oh, my gosh. Right? <laughs> I know. I can't say that it was or was it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Sometimes I'll, I'll see pictures behind the scenes, Megan. I don't know how you feel about this. Mm -hmm. I'll see a picture behind the scenes of an actor smoking in their costume and I'll like, I'll like lose it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Those like it's one days. Oh yeah. They'll be like, no, but this is yeah. now, this is now. And I'm like, what are you no, doing to robe those people? But you know, they yeah. sneak out. Oh no, trust they me. They do sneak uh, out. Yeah, Don't they even do get me started out. on Marie Antoinette and her Nikes. Or oh, Nikes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have to chat her... about that when you come back. Yes. We'll talk about okay. anachronisms. All right. Anachronisms. <laughs> I can't speak. Okay. Well, I know. Yes. 
Well, anyway, you guys, well, this has been so fun. And I want to thank mm -hmm. everyone in the audience, Natural Selections. Congratulations on getting that book. That's Congrats. such an awesome book. You're, uh, yes. you're going to really love it and enjoy it. And uh, anyway, and I'm, I, uh, Ro, I don't, I think I mentioned this to you. I'm taking a little bit of time off this summer, Megan. I've been doing YouTube for six years, so I'm going to take a little wow. bit of a break over the summer, and then I'm going to be back like okay. full time in the, in the fall. So uh, we can hopefully hook up at some point soon. Yes, I will. Let's I'll make it. an exception for you, Megan. Though I'll do a, a live stream you. with you anytime. I was going to say, mm, okay, I'm <laughs> okay, plan this out now. Yeah. Um, so anyway, and if Justin wasn't here, but I just want to say a shout out to Justin as well. He's like my editor. So thank you so much, Justin. All right. Well, everyone take care. Have a lovely evening and uh, nice see you meeting soon. you, Megan. It's nice meeting you too. Bye guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye everyone. This has been a collaboration between Scarif Podcast and Costume Co. We've got another episode of Props coming to you soon, probably this week. Heidi and I dove back into Prop Store's inventory to take a look at some really cool items. Stay tuned for that. Again, thanks so much for listening. And that's the Scuttlebutt.